Hello. Yep, that's right. I am back here in my kitchen. It seems to be the thing now. I've been up down here. Not sure why. Maybe it's because uh, no one else is in. And therefore, it makes sense from a kind of doing different things at the same time sort of angle. Maybe. Um, I don't know. It's something different, isn't it? So, right now I'm in the kitchen, I've just had some toast again. I'm acutely aware that last time I did this, I was having toast for lunch as well. Perhaps my lunch times has got vaguely more boring since, you know, everything started. Um, maybe, you know, it's not. Some people out there may suggest that Andy having a couple slices of toast will be more healthier than uh, what he used to have when he was um, based in the um, city centre or wherever he found himself. But you don't have to listen. you don't have to listen to those people. It's fine. Anyway, so welcome to uh, YMCA Radio. I finally got there in the end. Uh, my name is Andy. This is basically the little uh, chat podcast thing where we kind of look at uh, the world both within YMCA and uh, occasionally news uh, from out and about. Most notably, uh, the so whatever is new in the world of COVID. So we're going to start there and uh, then we're going to talk uh, this week. Uh, we're going to be focusing on uh, the Tennessee Beautiful Week, uh, which is tenancy information as well as uh, Jerry's thought for a week but to start with here's um, what I've recently discovered in the world of Covid. Right so I've just had a third slice of toast pop up it doesn't it's not as much as it sounds my slice of toast are really small. So Covid um this week is one of those weird things where there's some news, but there's not really any kind of hard and fast. There's, there's no certainties. So where it, so when it comes to basically sharing the perspective of the news, that makes it a little bit more difficult to know where to start because there's not a lot to really kind of uh, go on. Uh, my observations on looking at the COVID uh, symptom tracker app uh, is that there seems to be some... Uh, increase in the Exeter Devon area um, and in fact there are other pieces of news um, that are showing a greater increase in other parts of uh, the country so and this isn't something to be particularly anxious about but it's something to be aware of in that on one hand, you have people saying, well, this is to be expected whilst opening up. On the other hand, you have people saying, well, we should probably delay uh, the next step of uh, uh, lifting lockdown restrictions. The bottom line is no one really seems to know uh, exactly what is happening. So my advice really is to kind of look out for people who claim otherwise and claim that they do know what's going to happen and and it's going to be this or it's going to be that because i'd quite like to know where they're getting that information from 
Or is it a case of that's what they think or that's what they feel? And I think that is very much what I would encourage everyone to do is to look at different news sites and kind of get to their own opinion and their own point of view. Oh, my new butter doesn't fit in the dish. Interesting. So, <coughs> um, as opposed to kind of relying on, well, particularly, don't rely on headlines and don't rely on, you know, that mate around the corner who's read all about it or seen something online. But to try and read different points of view. Um, yeah, and so that that's the main news when it comes to COVID itself. There are talks about a third vaccine being offered out. Um, that is in a trial stage. Uh, that is, again, nothing particularly um, crazy to talk about, you know. There are booster vaccines for uh, the, the flu virus every year. So, personally, it it's not too much of a shock to think that we may need to have regular vaccines for COVID either. Um, so yeah, so there's lots of little bits of uh, news happening, but not a lot to particularly shout and scream over at the moment. Obviously, always remember the general rules. Wash your hands, mask up where you need to, socially distance, get plenty of fresh air. Do you need an NHS dentist? You know, a way to get to dental work and not have to pay a small fortune in order to do it. Now, keep listening because what has happened is I've uh, stumbled across an email um, with details of the Peninsula Dental um, Surgeries in the southwest um of which there's one based in exeter what happens is it's basically attached to uh, the dental um training uh section of uh, plymouth university uh, and uh, you can go along to the one in exeter and you can uh, be uh, well you can receive free dental treatment from uh, kind of dentists dental nurses hygienists therapists whoever they have there uh, for absolutely, um, I want to say for free. Yep, absolutely free of charge. Uh, if you go to penetiadental.org.uk forward slash r hyphen services, click on what we do. Um, there's the explanation there that the service is provided by students in training who are supervised by highly experienced dentists. This means that all care and advice provided by the, the students is free of charge to all patients. So it's not just cheaper than going private. It's cheaper than going to an NHS dentist yourself for a regular checkup um, type session. So something that's worthwhile looking at if you are needing a uh, to go see a dentist so that's at financialdental.org.uk and now it's that time for the tendency beat of the week
Hello, uh, welcome to uh, this week's Tennessee Beats of the Week, this super mini podcast where we take a, a little bit of Tennessee management and squeeze it down to 60 seconds or less. This week, we're having a quick look at uh, keeping a record of what is in the property when a tenant moves in. This p- protects both the tenant and the landlord when the tenant moves in. This ensures that there is no misunderstanding over what belongs to who and therefore who is eligible for damages or who is eligible if equipment or possessions gets removed at any point. Keep a record of it, keep it signed and keep that record safe. Okay, so that is uh, me done for this week. Coming up, though, over the next uh, few days, I'm hoping, uh, unless I've got my week terribly wrong, I've not really paid that much attention to my calendar, I'm hoping to uh, get out and about a little bit. Uh, so hopefully there should be a few other voices um, over next week, or at the very least, you know, different backgrounds, different place, some sort of live recording, perhaps. But uh, in regards to this week's uh, little pod, uh, that is it. And I will pass you over, well, I'll say goodbye now, and I'll pass you over to Jerry and the Fort for the Week. Goodbye now, everyone, and take care. This uh, next poem is called Red Fox, and it's from a book called The Lost Spells by Robert McFarlane and Jackie Morris. And we all, maybe, you know, you've seen a fox perhaps in the, in, in the, in the city or, or lucky enough to see one in the country. They're pretty widespread, and Charles Darwin in The Origin of Species didn't say that it was the survival of the fittest. He said it was the survival of the most adaptable, and on that basis, the fox seems pretty adaptable. But there's a couple of other things about the fox. I think there's something, there's a sort of uh, an air of superiority. If you see one at night, they'll stop and look at you in a rather kind of insolent way before slipping through a hedge. And the other thing which I've, I've experienced a couple of times is the cry of a female fox on heat looking for a mate and it's just the most awful wail uh, it's like a lament and and the poem refers to that as well so um let's let's see what you what you make of it but uh, this is red fox i am red fox how do you see me a bloom of rust at your vision's edge the shadow that slips through the hole in the hedge my two green eyes in your headlights rush a scatter of feathers the tip of a brush i am red fox when do you hear me a scream in the night that stops you dead dark torn from dark a bolt through the head my sorrowful love song howl to my lover my trash can clatter from twilight's cover I am Red Fox. Where do you find me? In copse and spinney, ginnel and alley, for I haunt city as I haunt valley. Climbing the fellside, crossing the pass, walking the high street, bold as brass. I am Red Fox. What do you call me? Shifter of shapes and garbage raider, Bearer of fire and space invader, taker of risks and riddle maker, messenger, trickster, curfew breaker. I am Red Fox. 
Why do you need me? I am your double, your ghost, your other, the spirit of wild, the spirit of weather. Red is my fur and red is my art and red is the blood of your animal heart.